Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mission Daily. As always, I'm joined by the boss lady, Stephanie Postles. Stephanie, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited for this part two episode. Last episode was great. Listen, listen, we're diving in right away. We're going to get right into it right away. So if anyone's interested, you can go and look on just about, I think, every company, not every company, but every major, let's say, Fortune 500 company, They've all kind of started a podcast mm-hmm. and then just kind of stopped podcasting. And some of these companies are huge and they might have other mediums of success. Kind of like what we talked about before where uh, Formula One, they knew how to make a race broadcast, but they didn't know how to make a show. So they hired Netflix to make the show. Um so these companies, for whatever reason, they have podcasts, they start, maybe they start off hot. Let's just give them the benefit of the doubt and say they were popular, but something has happened. They've all stopped making shows. Stephanie, why do companies stop making shows? Why is there a corporate podcast graveyard? Yep. Okay. I was about to just say corporate podcast graveyard. That is something that we have, the term we've been using since 2017 around this phenomena. And oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of elements to why, some of which we talked about in the previous episode around underestimating how much time and effort it takes to go into just one episode, how you need to be consistent with it. So that one we covered in the last episode. Um, But for one of the biggest things that we see is actually that the shows turn to corporate. Um, And so if you look at a lot of these podcasts that have kind of stopped, they maybe started off with an interesting concept or idea, um, but then eventually they all just turned a bit corporate and had, you know, everything was about selling their product. Next thing you know, they're highlighting all their executives in every single episode, um, or it's just their customers. And they start to lose the appeal of maybe what the goal, like what the the show's goal was. So that's the biggest one is just turning to corporate. You're way too biased. Um, and so with that, when we're talking to any of these clients who normally are looking to just partner on a show at that point, they don't want to start another one. Um, but if they want to start another one, we go through all the questions of like, who's your host? Why are they the host? Um, yes. Okay. They're a big senior, big senior executive at your company, but like, why should they be the ones who are the, you know, the host for this whole show? Because maybe their whole goal is actually just around selling this one thing. And so what do you think all their conversations are going to be? Um, so we'll just go through all the questions uh, around like, what are the goals of the show? Who's the host of it? What kind of themes are you doing? How do you know your audience likes it? Let's actually look at your data or your um, listener data, your downloads. Let's look at the attribution funnel that you have set up, or most of them don't have that set up. We'll talk about that in a in the third episode for this series around how to think about that. Oh, we don't even, I don't even want to talk about attribution. No one's figured it out. <laughs> yeah. No one. So we'll talk about those things. Uh, but yeah, just like the show becomes something very far from maybe where it started or it started off as a very corporate show and it just never really took off. So that's the first one when thinking about how these shows end up there. I I think you said it. It was a piece of what you said, but my interpretation is that is the actual biggest thing is that it doesn't... Companies have people and people have opinions and for whatever reason, when it comes to a company podcast, everyone voices theirs. And... I think it kills the mojo of the show. Uh, so what I mean by that is like, if you have too many, if you ask 10 people if something is good, it's very difficult for all 10 to agree. They're all going to want to say, oh, I'd love the intro to look like this. I'd love to change the cover art to that. I think this guess is this. I think this guess is that. I love to do this segment. That segment sucks. 
So it becomes really hard. It just becomes really hard to create something. This is why books are not written. Movies are not directed. Uh, anything creative typically has a lead person. You need a decision maker who, whether they're right or wrong, is going to be the person that guides the vision of the story, right? Books aren't written by committees. Books are written by individuals. Sometimes there's a co-author. It's not even that often, right? Movies are directed by a person. And it, you just need an authoritative voice. And I think companies, well, that's where they really get, I mean, because we've sat in meetings, stuff where everyone wants to voice an yeah. opinion. Yet, I, you know, like, let's just say the intro. Before you can even get to an intro, I've got 30 intro ideas. Okay, which one should I pursue? Do I pursue all 30? I can't do all 30. If I make 10 of the 30, I still won't get a majority consensus <laughs> somehow. And so, like, what happens is you get, in my opinion, a lot of opinions that don't really, I'm not saying they don't have, they're not valid opinions, but there's no, let's say, data that suggests you know more about entertainment than me. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And it, and it just makes the whole process hard. That's so like a corporate podcast just gets hard because so many opinions. That's just my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, we've seen this with, I think they're like a Fortune 20 company that we're talking 20-ish, around that range. They're very large. And yeah. the show that they were doing was kind of working um, but once it started kind of working, next thing you know, all the people start coming out of the woodwork and they're like, well, now I want you to put this person on and now I want to tell this story. And now we have these initiatives going on. And so everyone comes and squishes the show that maybe is just having an inkling of success because everyone has different priorities. Um, and so that's when we usually come in. We're kind of like, okay, who are the key stakeholders? What <laughs> what do you all want to do with this? Okay, actually, nine out of 10 of you, your goals don't align with the show. So let's either make a new one. Yeah, yeah. prioritize your goals. Yep. <laughs> Nine out of 10 don't match up. Well, we'd love to sell more product A, but we also care about product B. And don't forget product C. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, yep. So normally we will just be like, okay, most of those opinions we need to put somewhere else. Uh, many of you all want to do something that actually, that doesn't even line up to a podcast. You don't need to use a podcast for that. Maybe you just need to do, you know, a different series somewhere else. Or maybe that's actually just written content would do better. Or maybe actually just go utilize yeah you know, ads, whatever it might be, um, just making sure that you don't need too many opinions that help dilute the story and the reason it was there. Um, so that's a huge one that I think that we're always in the middle of trying to help companies think about how to either correct their podcast or start one that's going to last. That leads me into a second one around, there's a common misconception that because something didn't work, it just doesn't work. You know, we launched a podcast. That's right. And we put out a couple of episodes and it just doesn't work. And so oftentimes when we're coming in, we're like, well, what does it doesn't work mean? How long did you do it for? And we realized that there's a lot of short-term thinking when it comes to marketing in general, but definitely when it comes to investing in media channels, they're like, hey, we sponsored a couple episodes or we put out, you know, a series of 10 episodes and we didn't see many downloads. And so what we realize is a lot of people don't know what data to even look for, and they don't know how to bring long-term thinking into these channels. When I say they don't understand the data they're looking at, some people might just be looking at downloads. Okay, well, the downloads didn't do well, but also, did you promote it? Like, how are you trying to promote it? Did you pull any video clips from it? Uh, did you at least like, I mean, if you have any other marketing campaigns running, any blog post you put out there, normally you have ads going to, to it in some way. Like it's not just a build it and they will come type of thing. And so yeah. podcasting, media channels, video series, all that is the same. And so we will come in and be like, well, did it not work or did you just not promote it? 
I want to jump on that because that is also extremely true. And I, I equate it to mismatched and totally unrealistic expectations. For some reason, a lot of people, when they think they launch a podcast, that they should get ratings like a Joe Rogan, right? Like they should yeah. be in the top 10, yeah. um, that they don't need advertising. And so they've created this requirement. Let's say the success metric is a million downloads, or maybe they say, oh, if we could get 100,000 downloads a week, that'd be fantastic. Like, right? Do you know what percentage of podcasts have that? It's like less than half a percent of podcasts have that. Yeah. Also, when it's brand new, when it's brand new, nobody knows it exists. Okay. It doesn't matter. It's like, it's the equivalent of opening a restaurant in your house and never throwing out an ad. No one would ever know that it's there. Uh, so what Stephanie just said in regards to promotion, I, the way I like to talk to individuals about this is like, I always think about Disney or Marvel, which is owned by Disney. But point being is Disney has the most captive audience. They have an email list of probably everyone in America. They have hit after hit after hit. They're telling stories that have previous successes. Yet I promise you when the next Guardians of the Galaxy comes out, they're going to spend a crap ton on ads mm -hmm. because they need everyone to know this is coming out. And if that's how they want to market a, a, a proven story, I don't know why you think you don't. Yep. Do you know, <laughs> talk to some You're not above like, it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, that's, that's a waste. That's a waste. Yep. Like, dude, I think Disney's pretty good at what they do. I mean, I know their stock's down lately, but overall, <laughs> if we measure box office success, I say they got a lot of hits. They got probably more hits than anybody. And they're going to put $100 million into the movie of just advertising. We're not talking about the movie. We're talking about advertising. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're going to take over the NBA's finals floor and say that Guardians of the Galaxy is coming out. And people are going, what's the ROI on that? It's like, I have no clue. But they know that if you don't let everyone know that that movie's coming out, mm -hmm. that no one will know it's there and therefore no one will watch it. And so that's such a disconnect. You know, a lot of our um, the people we talk to, they the, the, what they expect to happen in the first week. So then that's what Stephanie, full circle, they'll say, Stephanie, it doesn't work. Yeah, we tried it. I, I, I launched a podcast. It didn't work. Yeah. And that's where we will say, you can either... If you launched your show and it didn't work, let's work with you on how to make it work. Meaning first, what are the metrics that you're even look at, looking at? Like, what does it mean to work? Because if you're just looking at downloads, yeah. let's go back to your original KPIs, downloads, and just getting massive reach is actually not the goal. The goal was to get in front of the right people. So maybe the downloads aren't good, but hey, did you get any of your you know, prospects book? Did you get any new relationships from it? Did this channel give you assets to use in your other marketing campaigns? Let's remember what the original goals were and then expand on those and not just look at the vanity metrics because downloads are just vanity metrics for the most part. And there's a lot of other ways yeah. that you should be viewing this channel. If that's just not working, then that's when you can also go tap into someone's audience. Like Mission already has shows that are launched. We already have audiences that are there. And so that is an easier way to have a quick win if you want it partnering on a show because the audience already exists and you know what to expect. So two different methods, but you just need to understand like what were the original goals and have a longer term approach in either arena around how do I actually make this channel work and tell people about it and measure their correct things. That is exactly it. The, the number of people that see downloads are such a, it's such a sexy metric though, right? Like people want to be number one in, mm -hmm. you know, in our last episode, we talked about like, well, what if, you know, into it, you know, shout out into it. Um, <laughs> you really attacks. want them. We better get Attack. them. <laughs> What's that? You really want them. We better get them uh, as a sponsor. Come on into it. Get in here. We know you're it's listening. What, it, it, <laughs> listen, in, as someone who uses TurboTax, full, full, full transparency, 
I mean, they really have mastered the art of making something incredibly hard, incredibly mm-hmm. easy. And so I've not seen. So they're, they, you know, that's a, I think it's we'll a good thing. Them. I also like the Bessemer anti-portfolio where they talked about where they met Scott. I believe the gentleman's name is Scott Hall that founded into it, came and pitched into it and said, hey, I'm going to make taxes easy for everybody. And Bessemer like laughed him out of the room. Like that is not possible. You cannot create a self-service software that people can do taxes. And it's in Bessemer Ventures anti-portfolio, which is a uh, all the listings of the products and services that they did not invest in that yeah. had they, they would have, of course, won big time. Uh, there's also a funny one with Google, mm-hmm. uh, Sergey and Larry Page. Like the guy talked about how they, they went to the, the garage in California yeah. where they were starting Google. And he's like, I couldn't get out of that house fast enough. <laughs> like these two, these two guys are talking about changing the world through search. Like, ah. mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. You know, full circle point being is that when you have when you have um, when you have a specific audience that would benefit from hearing that subject, conflating or trying to compare downloads with any uh, anything remotely consumer oriented or entertainment oriented just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like they'd be like, oh, yeah, Joe Coy launched his podcast and it was in the top five. Like Joe Coy's already rich and famous. Like he's already got a huge audience. And plus he's a comedian. He has nothing to do with taxes. Like yep. why would you compare yourself to him? Yep. Uh, I say Joe Coy because my wife's going to take me to see him. All right. Holler at my wife, Jen. <laughs> and now I owe her something nice. There you go. Dang yeah, it. <laughs> you definitely do. That'd be fun. But yeah, I mean, a lot of people definitely do not have a correct apples to apples comparison. And Right. That's fine. That's why we're here today to talk about, you know, what we're experiencing. So we talked about. Uh, but that sets up the disappointment. Mm-hmm. Like that's how they get disappointed. And they're like, oh, it didn't work. It's like, wait, wait, wait what? No, it worked. It probably would have worked had you kept doing the thing that you were originally set out to do. Yep. So there's a lot of other things I'm sure we could go through, but we can save that for another episode. In this one, so we talked about not enough promotion. You know, a lot of people are just launch it and they will come. Listeners will come, which is definitely not the approach. Mismatched expectations. Yep. Yep. Not understanding what metrics to look at, what your goals are. And then the biggest one is like not letting it become too corporate, making sure that you are actually giving- The committee kill. Yes. Let people like- Killed by the committee. There you go. That's what what we can call that one. Killed by the committee. The committee. But yeah, make sure that you give your listeners, your customers, your prospects content that they actually want to hear and they actually want to see. Who knew? So- with that. So the key yeah. to getting people to listen to your story is to tell a good story. There you go. Big facts. All right. Big facts. Quote by Albert. Now everyone is so much more knowledgeable. So hope you guys found this interesting. If that doesn't go viral. I'm pissed. I know, right? Well, I'm pretty sure it will. Um, we will make sure our team makes it go viral. But stay tuned for the next episode where we will we will be talking about how we think about promoting our content since obviously that is a big pitfall we will go through That's some of the piece. behind the scenes details on what we're doing how we get our content in front of the right audiences and we're bringing in the mrs master of promotion lacy peace yeah i just named you yep she's she's gonna be on the show you'll get to meet her because I'll be uh, I'll be in Hawaii. Yep, I'll be in Hawaii. <laughs> He's also not the best person to talk about this. So yes, I'm bringing in my chief of staff, Lacey. She has been with the company since day one, and she is always in the weeds on this. So stay tuned for the next episode to hear from her. We'll see you guys next time.
Hey, listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word, and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.